Spirit Radio Podcasts. Well, after touring the world for the past number of years, we're delighted our next guest is going to be back home for a little while and lots of performances lined up for his Irish fans. You will know a lot about this guy because he's had such a huge amount of success. Two two number one albums in the world, Billboard charts. He's performed for presidents, dignitaries, and has taken to some of the world's biggest stages. And you might have seen him last year, at de- his, his debut anyway, in a pantomime here. So a man of many talents in studio to tell us about some of his upcoming Irish performances and what he's been up to. I'm delighted to have back with me in studio, Paul Byram. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Good morning. Delighted to well, be Well, you're here not alone you. this morning. No, I have my right-hand man here beside me. Well, I say right-hand man is very much a stretch, but I've got my little dog with me sitting on my lap. So um, he is... Uh, me and my shadow, for one for one of a better phrase. Little you know? little Bradley, isn't it? Yeah, little Bradley, and he is a uh, Morky. So for anybody that's dog lovers out there... Can I try and guess? Okay, yeah. York, Yorkshire Terrier Yeah. with... A Maltese? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, a Maltese. A Morky. What will they come up with next? Well, yeah, and we got I got him when I was living in New York and uh, flew him home with me. And, so uh, what did you have to do to get him back to Ireland? Did you have to do loads of quarantine? No, no, sort of thank stuff? God. Those kind of days seem to be gone with regards to transatlantic travel, which is great. Um, I think obviously it depends on the country you're coming from or going to. But um, Does he have a doggy passport? He does. He does have his doggy passport. He has his international chip and then he has his Irish chip and then... Um, when you get all the paperwork done and you know the chips from the vet in New York which they get to Dublin he just scans that and then they can see that he's got all his shots and his this Everything and that, that the other and he's That's fine so cool, and so it? yeah so we landed let's say at 9 in the morning and then we had to collect him from the vets in Swords at 11.30 and that was it that was the process so and now and he comes everywhere too, which is lovely he comes it's lovely to have a dog yeah. with us in the studio this morning and he's very well, good yeah very I lovely. wasn't intended to I did a gig last night and I left him on his own and we have a we have an issue with him at the moment that he's got um, separation anxiety you, people are going to be going oh for God rolling their eyes I can see people rolling their eyes but when he leaves you see his little patch there on his leg oh, he's been when I leave the house himself, yeah, he licks he his paw ludicrous but anyways um, so I left him last night for the gig and I felt really bad and then this morning I was walking out the door to come down to yourselves and he was just sitting at the door looking at me he was like okay come on let's go giving you the puppy giving eyes me the as eyes. it were yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, well he's so absolutely lord enough gorgeous. Bradley time <laughs> well I can I can understand now the dog missing you because Paul we were chatting there off air just about some of the things you've been up to but it's exhausted just hearing about your schedule what's been mm. going on in the last year it's been it's been a pretty full on year which you know as a singer and self-employed is so called uh, category and uh, people kind to forget that don't they because yeah. when they're talking to you or when they see you in a concert or they're looking at like a glossy CD or listening to you whatever they kind of forget behind all the all the glamour of it yeah, all yeah. and the, the joy of it when you're actually doing that stuff is very hard work yeah I mean like it's funny people go do you love your job you must you must be very lucky to you know be working in a profession that you love and I'm like well I always say it's show business and so therefore I love the show but hate the business you know it's like the the performance and and all of this kind of stuff I enjoy um, but the actual day-to-day promoting and kind of making bookings and confirming dates and organizing the travel admin. and getting funding for albums and because even that element of things has changed so dramatically like you know so what's I, changed about it from kind of when you started out well I, like so i when i started out you know lots of people with cd stores like you know you went to a cd store to get your album and it was something that you liked i used to love going into Crafton street yeah. and just like browsing this the, what right. was there yeah, yeah i would go in for one album come out with three or four different ones you know it was just a I great experience i didn't even experience. have a cd player in my car 
I know, you know, neither do I. No, I know it's it's really heartbreaking. But, um, but in any case, um, so yeah, so the the, the the culture has changed in that people aren't buying CDs, um, and they're going to Spotify or they're downloading or whatever it might be, um, which is fine. I get that it's great for the consumer, but um, not necessarily for the artist like myself because you know you're still expected to produce good music, but yet there's very much very little revenue coming from that music. So then again, my category of music would be you know classical crossover. So you're not going to go in and just be able to sit at a computer and generate all these sounds that pop artists can do. So you have to book musicians to come into the studio. So they, you know, a lot it's of my not albums... not all this kind of synthesized layer. No, yeah. no. All my albums, I'm very proud to have said, has got live musicians on it, or orchestras, you know. And so um, the average album, you know, would be twenty five to €30,000. Um, and, and that's without any promo. That's just getting the album done. It's kind of like starting your own business every time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, with with the odds heavily stacked against you. So then obviously when you release an album, you've got to then line up tours afterwards because in fairness, you do sell CDs at shows. People will still buy albums at shows. Or certainly my my uh, demographic that follows my shows. Um, but, you know, so it's, it's a, it is a stressful process in that regard, you know, that you've got to kind of find funding and you've got to go this way and that way and whatever way to get to get the, the money together. And then people, if you haven't really, like my last album was three years ago. And so people are like, well, when's the next when's one? When's the next one? I'm like, mother of God, I'm still paying off the last one. Would you stop? So, but now the last one, thankfully, was with a label. So I don't have as much stress and I don't it really care. It kind of takes the burden <laughs> off you. You do a lot of traveling and I know obviously you spend a lot of time in the States. Do you enjoy that? I I enjoy spending time in the states. I very much do. They're they're lovely people. I think they're probably one of the friendliest people in the world. I know we get given that kind of title every now Especially and again. Especially when you're Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they really are very friendly and very welcoming. Um, in the majority of places I go to, um, the, you know, the, obviously the vastness of the country takes a lot out of you, you know, and and um, again because I'm a small production. You know, you're not going to have a tour bus. You know where you where I would have had it with the, when I was in Celtic Thunder, for example. We would have just gone into the tour bus after a show, woken up the next day in a different city. Yeah. Um. Whereas what I'm doing is I'm doing a show, getting to a hotel late, up at seven maybe to get a flight, uh, to the next city. You know, and so you're at an airport every day by and large. So it's um, pretty grueling. So was it nice then for you to be back home? I know you did the for your first panto last year, Beauty and the Beast. Did you? Yeah. What What was the thing that made you go, Oh, panto? Did you just want to try something different? Well, I so as a as an artist and as a performer and as a person, I've always enjoyed variety. I've always enjoyed kind of doing a bit of everything. Um, and uh, you know, although I'm a classical artist and classically trained singer, I've always enjoyed crossing over into ma- mainstream and musical theater, and so. Um, when the opportunity that came to me saying, look, we're doing Beauty and the Beast and we'd love to play Gaston. And I was like, Gaston, that's a great part, you know. And it was, I, I got a, I'm not going to lie, Panto was always something I wanted to take off the box. And um, and so I said, right, come on, we'll do it. So it was out to the Helix and a beautiful venue, a great company to work with. And I said, you know, uh, this could be great, but this could be an absolute disaster. Well, it and obviously was great because you're doing it all over again. I really enjoyed it. And it meant that I didn't have to go traipsing around America before Christmas. You know, that winter weather in the States, mm. needless to say. So every night I was getting to go home to my own bed yeah. and Bradley. So um, I was very excited about that. Enjoyed it tremendously. And so when they came back to me and they said, look, they came back to me pretty early this year and they were like, we're doing Robin Hood 
this year in the Helix. Will you do it again? So who are you playing? I'm playing the Sheriff of Nottingham. Okay. Yeah, so I'm the, I'm the baddie, which is great say, as well. I was going to say, you're the bad guy. Yeah. And um, what's even greater about it was then I got a text from the director who's based in LA. And he goes, Paul, just as a matter of interest, he's also the script writer. And he goes, just as a matter of interest, uh, what's Bradley's acting like? I was like, probably better than mine. And he goes, great, because we're writing him into the script. So Bradley so to bring him to, to to work some more. Bradley is going to be in the Panto this year in the Helix. Yeah, so it's going to be. <laughs> I there don't you know. Go. It's either going to be great or an absolute disaster. Robin Hood and the and the Morky. Yeah, who knows what he's going to be written as? But sure, so be people fun. can keep their eyes out for you in the Panto this year. But prior to that, you have an upcoming gig in the Helix. Tell us a little bit about that, Paul, and what people can expect. Yeah, so the the gig in the Helix, uh, my own gig, um, is the first time I've done the Helix. So normally when I kind of do gigs I, I do them like locally here I'd maybe in the Mermaid Theatre or I might do it out in the National Concert Hall in Dublin so this is the first time that I've gone over to the other side of the city to do my own gig and it's based on actually being in the Panto I and saw like this the lovely theatre yeah. yeah and beautiful people and great great people to work with out there and so I said you know what I'll give this a shot and um, it's a nice intimate venue and um, so it's October 6th and I'm going to do um, a show of primarily stuff from musicals stuff that you know from the likes of Mac and Mabel The Phantom of the Opera so Les Miserables kind of yeah, yeah um, and uh, then I'm going to do a couple of new things that I've never done before and then I'm going to do a couple of mainstream songs um, with obviously my style of singing I've got my own band I've got a couple of special guests um, actually a girl called Lee Barneville uh, who uh, Leah Barneville who came second in Britain's Got Talent uh, I think it was two years ago mm -hmm. um, and she is going to be joining me to do uh, a duet and she's going to do one on her own so that'll be a nice little flavour and also bring a bit of glam to the to the occasion um, and uh, it's going to be very exciting. Uh, I've got a, a dancer as well called Kean Porter coming in from Atlanta. He's going to do a, a little bit of an old jig for you guys. So it's it's very much. I would uh, the jig will come in in, in a section of the show. Where I'm going to do uh, a little tip of the hat to the Irish music that I've done over so the there's years. There's a real variety in it. It is very much a variety show, and I, I will say it's a show that I'm convinced that you will know all the music, bar maybe so two or three. So do you want people to sing along? Um, feel free to sing. I'm always a fan of people singing along. Me too. Um, if you know the words. Yeah, try, <laughs> try your best. Uh, so that's going to be on on the 6th of October. So lots of rehearsals going on then, Paul. Yeah, like literally, I, I woke up today and I said, right, I've got, because I've been doing a lot of promo for it, and I woke up today and I said, right, enough is enough because often what happens when you're doing your own gigs is that you promote it and promote it and promote it and make sure that ticket sales are done and then about a week before you go oh my god I forgot to actually beat the singer guy so I've got to do that too yeah I've got to learn the, the music so I'm going to do that um, today today is the start of my learning the new songs um, I've targeted two songs a day um, but yeah it, it's it's going to be fun I think it'll be an, an evening for, for everybody really of all ages and all categories um, and tickets you can get at the helix.ie which is pretty Perfect. easy and, and we you also can have actually a pair to give away oh very nice which is yeah, great. So great we've got a pair of tickets to give away this morning so thanks to Paul for that it's going to be on as Paul said in the Helix which is on Saturday the 6th of October at 8 o'clock tickets are on the helix.ie very simple all you have to do is text in your name and where you're listening to 87 9292 Amy's probably going to give it away in her show just so um, we can give you guys a, a few more chances to text us in and a few more plugs for you as well great Paul. I like that I so like the sound of that 
time the chat went great right. well, Thanks, it's a pleasure's been us. mine thank you for having me yeah so I know and Bradley stayed quiet and Bradley has awesome. been a great little journey you're such a Indeed. legend Bradley good boy um, so the Helix Holiday is where you get those tickets and uh, keep your eyes out as well for Paul in the panto Robin Hood as the baddie Paul <laughs> thanks a million for joining us thank let's you. play out with one of your songs here is From a Distance thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast don't miss out subscribe today find out how at spiritradio.ie